Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's worth while endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your illustrious host, Luke Leben, and alongside me as ever, as ever, as always, is my dear friend, Kevin Connor. What's up, Kev? How's it going this week? You know what? We're here. We're excited to be here. I had a deep urge to howl like a wolf. Um, <laughs> oh. Don't know hey. why. But hey. Wolf that... got a howl. Yeah. Let it out. Uh, no, I'm not gonna. I don't need that. Clip Is out your? There. Are you like? Do you have an inner shock jock that we've not unearthed? <laughs> that just like you're listening to the best song ever. <laughs> Remix. No, I'm not at all. Um, not at all a shock well, jock. We'll see. I think there's something in there. Uh, here's something that's shocking. We're gonna play a game. Whoa! I'm shocked. Ah! It's band name or scam game. All right, Kev, do you remember our last game of band name or scam game? I, of course, remember it, but why don't you enlighten the people listening at home? Well, the most important thing is that it's a game where uh, I have some real band names and some fake ones, but the band names are all like parodies of celebrity names. Joanna Gruesome, for instance, or last time we uh, discovered the great Urethra Franklin. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, of course, remember that, the Urethra Franklin, which the was pretty good when I listened to him. Um, yeah. It was great find. I didn't look any of the bands up. That was only you, but yeah. So I'm going to read you six names. Three of them are real, three I've made up. So this first okay. one is uh, very near and dear to your heart, Kev. So uh, Ooh, here we okay. go. Weavy Stunder. What? Weavy Stunder. That's if you took Stevie Wonder and Stevie Wonder universe. and flipped. Okay, I you said that and I was like, I don't know what that's a play on. That made no sense. Um Scam. Scam name. That no is way. real, my friend. Fuck. Oh, starting Ooh. off strong. Already yeah. been fooled. Uh but see you can't ever know because the band names are in real life are so crazy. Alan Cuck. Yeah. Um, of course, a play on Alan be, Ruck. It's got to be real. You are zero for two, my friend. I made Ooh. that up. No. <laughs> I thought that would uh, be obvious, but we'll see. Uh, oh, wait. I just deleted one of my notes. Truman Peyote. I don't even know what to think anymore. That feels so real. So I'm going to say it's fake. Wrong. No, that's real. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I if I if I historically done terribly at this I game, I think you did all right last time. But I did also have like twenty of them last time, so the game went on way longer. T- you had more chances. I'm I'm two in my head, but also my gut is broken, so I don't know. Okay, I'm, I'm prepared to go winless. So we just had Truman Peyote, uh Continuing with the drug theme, Meth McFarlane. No one, no fake scam yes. name. Yes. Okay. I'm Thank glad God. you got that one right. Yeah, that, uh, thought that one would be the most obvious. Margot Fartendale. <laughs> so, 
I feel like veteran character actor Margo Martindale's kind of had a resurgence with like the whole BoJack Horseman. The whole BoJack, thing. some great royal roles recently. However, I think that's a scam name. Yes, sir. Well done. <laughs> yes, that's got my name written all over it. Um, although I did see a name in like my lists that was like Doctor Farts or something like that. So. That wasn't too far. Let's start. Doctor Farts is way too uh, general. Like, who's that a play on? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I don't know, Doctor Hearts. Um. Anyway, last one. Ringo Death Star. Book ended with two things you love: Stevie Wonder and Star Wars. <laughs> so a smart man, a smart man would have kept count of what was real and what was fake. But you did not. Obviously, <laughs> know the answer to this. I did not. And you know what? I think that is real yes well done sir yes! yeah so you uh three got th- yeah you got half three for three not bad three, three and three you know what sometimes you just trying to go 500 and uh and pull out your season happy to have done it yes um so i guess uh if it was scam game if you had lost i was gonna like scam you and just like empty out your bank account but now nothing happens the everything stays the hey. same Joke's on you, idiot. I'm getting married next month. There's no money in there. <laughs> nice. All right, that was Band Name or Scam Game. Now, why don't we get into some new music? I've got a great song for you here, Kev. And I'm going to play an artist th- who's joining our prestigious Triple Dippers Club. <laughs> I don't know if you're Whoa. aware of this. It's uh, we send them some chicken nuggets in the mail with uh, three different dipping sauces, and that's our triple dippers club. Uh, no, it just means that I'm playing this artist for the third time on the pod. This is the great Helena Deland. Are you familiar, Kev? Well, I'm gonna say yes, yes, because as an avid podcast listener before I joined. And an active podcast listener, because you're literally speaking to me. Yes. Um, I would have had to have heard this person. Yes. And I am vamping, because I am such a visual person. Why'd I even ask and I that? Gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta look. Yes. Because I said the trick. I do remember someone new, yes. 2020 album. It was Yeah. Great. And that's, uh, previously played the song Claudian in 2018, and then the title track, Someone New from her 2020 album and i interviewed her back in 2020 crazy time is weird i didn't i thought i was gonna say 2021 maybe but i was like no that was 2020 i can't believe it's been three years already but that album was really great and uh now she's preparing to release a new album good night summerland and this album is largely inspired by the passing of helena's mother and it was an important part in her grieving process. And she said uh, she connected with an old friend of her mother's who is a painter, and she painted the album artwork. Uh, so uh-huh. that's pretty cool. And, you know, it's it's always nice when uh, a tragic event can bring together some people, uh, connect people, and some somewhat positive can come out from that. Uh, and, you know, the album Someone New was a little more like a modern rock pop type production. Um, mm-hmm. But these new singles are very acoustic guitar driven, very folky 
with some beautiful breezy arrangements and uh she shared three great singles and we're going to listen to the latest one titled bright green vibrant gray and helena said i wrote bright green vibrant gray shortly after losing my mother on the scale of our human lives we might recognize the watershed moments but there's no telling how deeply or subtly they affect us lyrically the song is interested in contrast the immediacy of an the immediacy and acuity of a nascent romance in the context of larger forces as geological time i was interested in contextualizing an encounter between two people within nature's humbling and overwhelming scale which outlasts and ultimately subsumes any smaller and human scale experiences within it in discovering another person there is a heightened awareness a life-affirming purposefulness it is akin to creative inspiration the painter in the video whose work holds such power and immediate force to her ultimately wonders where her work will end up after she's gone and so you should watch the video to see the painter that she references uh but yeah it's some very uh powerful existential uh, questions being asked and uh, some ideas being played with and explored here. So why don't we uh, get our palettes and our canvas and our paints ready and take a listen to Helena DeLand with Bright Green Vibrant Gray. Thank you. 
gonna give that just a nice, soothing, hot diggity dog. Oh, I love a soothing hot dog after a long day. That, I'm only soothed by hot dogs. That uh, that was uh, soothing was the word that came to mind, and like maybe yeah. that was kind of the thought process of Helena after losing her mother. Of say, like I'm going to create something that will bring me peace. Uh, and obviously the the subject matter is tragic, but all I could think of was how soothing this was, and just you know, gentle and loving. And just very, um, yeah. It, I I almost feel like bright green, vibrant gray is the wrong palette for this. It feels so much more pastel and washed out. And like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say vibrant. Um, and maybe yeah. that's the point. Although I, vibrant gray is kind of a uh, paradox. Yeah, know? for sure. Gray is not really a vibrant color. Um, but that's what this sort of. Uh, this idea, which it kind of reminds me of Bon Iver's song Holocene, which kind of different things where Helen is looking at, like, finding another person um, or just this connection you have with another person where that song's kind of about a breakup. But just kind of this, like, uh, insignificance and finding your own significance, almost like there is no grand design to it. So mm-hmm. you're just figuring it out for yourself. Um and so I think that's beautiful. And there's, as Boney Bear says in the song, the jagged vacants thick with ice um, is uh, what she's painting in this. But I love some of the lyrics in this, like, I know something I didn't know before. And it's, like, so uh, you don't know if it's good or bad. Just this sort of, like, simple power of that discovery. And you have those moments in life. And, uh, like maybe losing someone is uh one of those discoveries where it's like, oh and it might be a bad you know it's hard for you but mm-hmm. uh there it's also just like the power of that discovery but then there's like that suite where i don't think i've heard this song before it's like just driving listening to music so i love this sort of balance of this grand insignificance and then just like the simple power of the joy that you find in different moments in life yeah. Uh, so, beautifully done. Plus, those two guitars just sound beautiful. And, like, I almost forget about, like, the drums kicking in um, and, like, how it does kind of bloom because it is so soothing and, like, chill. But I mm. love right after that line, I know something I didn't know before. The drums go... Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Super I know. They're cool. so soft. Like, it's... it's Yeah. It's... um. Yeah, and then it all just kind of, like, fades in and uh, blends together. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, wonderful song. So that was Helena DeLand with Bright Green, Vibrant Gray from Goodnight Summerland out October 13th on Chivi Chivi. Luke, I've gone from shock jock to NPR voice and I, I, I moved too quick, too fast. I can't get out of it. <laughs> oh no. Um, should I pull a song saga card? Yeah, do it, do it. Rip me out of this. Prompt some conversation. Yeah. So uh, our friends over at Song Saga, head to, I keep forgetting to say this, song-saga.com. Because if you just search songsaga.com, got to put that dash in there. But this is a game where we pull cards and it gives us prompts uh, and it asks us what's the song and what's the story. And so we're going to just pull a card here and see what it holds for us. 
chicken soup for the ears. Wow, that's fitting. Oh, yeah. I'm back. that's kind of what we just had with Helena DeLand. Yeah. So, the, but that's not, that's one answer right there, because we were just talking about that was soothing. That was literally chicken soup for the ears. Uh, but what are our personal chicken soup for the ears songs? Um, I guess I'm trying to think of like, w- I guess that would be one for like your worst day song. One that makes you feel better. Or one that makes you feel worse. That is the question. Oh, I got a good one. And, uh, it's, uh, I feel like musically you could describe, uh, the it's the intro of this song especially as chicken soup for the years it's just like beautiful sounding it's the uh whenever i call you friend by kenny loggins and stevie nicks which i just recently discovered and i put it on dad rock summer but i go back to that song like i feel like when i'm having a bad day that's what i was almost trying to think because i'm like sometimes i listen to like sufjan or like I almost thought of like some really sad songs too when I heard Chicken Soup, but this one's like a feel good, but it starts really slow and it's just like Kenny Loggins' voice so high mm-hmm. doing these like, wee, wee. and it's so like, I feel like that sound is just soothing. And then it kicks in and there's like a great beat and everything when Stevie comes in. But yeah, that that's probably a good one for me. How about you? Um, I think this is a song that every time it starts, it catches me off guard. Um, and I feel like it's been used in a lot of movies and TV, so they're kind of like there's a lot of associations with it, and I feel like that's chicken soup. Like it's so broad in general that you think about the million times you've eaten it. Um, yes. And how it's comforting, and it's everybody wants to rule the world by Tears for Fears. Oh, that's a great one. Because that intro, like that's a that's a like first note. Yeah. Like you know exactly what it is. Um. And it's just consistent and there. And also, like, yeah, the the vocals on that are fantastic and kind of, like, yeah. wrink, unwrinkle your brain, you know? Um, I saw Tears for Fears, one of the best bands at one of the worst venues, but they were, like, free tickets that I got through work. So I was like, that's a bucket list thing, getting to see them. What venue was it? And you know they played. Everybody knows the world. Huh? What venue was it? This is off pod. Oh, it was Freedom Hill in Sterling Heights. That one sucks. (laughs) No, I will say this on pod. Okay. It's like (laughs) PTE, but shit here. I thought Um, thought Freedom Hill was exclusively occupied by Kid Rock. Exactly. That's the vibe. It's where we saw Counting Crows, too. (laughs) (laughs) Sha-la-la-la-la-la-la. Really bummed they didn't play Mr. Jones twice for you. Because that's what uh, everyone was there for. Open with Mr. Man. Jones, close with Mr. Jones. And accidentally in love and in accidentally the middle, but as middle, we talked about... They didn't do it. After, they didn't do it. Still mad for you. Um, Yeah. And the uh, show I was going to see this week, Jeff Rosenstock, was unfortunately postponed due to COVID, but hey, I'm glad they're uh, safe. We need to protect protect Jeff and his band at all costs, so... There you go. Yeah, I heard there was a new variant. I don't know what it's called. Get your boosters. Um, it's uh, Sylvie. It's like you're used to it being Loki. Oh, wait. That was bad. <laughs> that was so bad. 
Good for you. I'm glad you made the joke. Yeah. No, it was not good for me. Um, so, Luke, course is sand, rough, and it gets everywhere. Ah, tell me about it. Uh, I am, of course, talking about Chicago-based group Course. Ah. Um, and referencing the incredible dialogue of Star Wars. Of uh, episode course two. you are. Yes, I'm going to say course quite a bit. Uh, through the course of this intro. Um, and you know what? That's kind of what they had to say. Is that course invites a range of interpretations. Playing with all possible meanings of the word. A race course. A life path. A series of classes. Um, of course. There's so many ways to hear it. It's open-ended. Yet simple. And that suits them. Except for you can't... If this is spelled with an E, that is not the sand spelling. But we... I'll let it slide in this case. That's spelled with an A. Wait. Is there like, a second? Course sand is C-O-A-R. You're right, there is. It's But it isn't an E, it's a yeah. U. So there course isn't homonyms. sand. They're homonyms. Oh, there's an E at the end, yeah. Yes. There's an E at the end, a U in the middle. Course isn't sand. Course is a Chicago-based group. That's known for crafting an enchanting mix of dream pop, 90s new wave, alt electronic, and indie rock. Their unique ethereal meets industrial sound, weaves together lush electronic instrumentation and polished production, drawing sonic inspiration from a wide spectrum of genres. And Luke, oftentimes these press releases name artists, and I'm like, I can kind of see it. These were the two that I was thinking about before I even read it, and I was like, two for two on it. Uh, including Always and Radiohead, otherwise known okay. as All Vince. Interesting. Um, yes. Course is fronted by lead singer and songwriter Jess Robbins and was formed in late 2019. The band features contributions from a rotating cast of top-tier local and national musicians, most notably vocalist Jamie Semmel. Uh, they worked together on this album along with Nashville indie electropop wizard Kyle Andrews. Uh, where they had weekly Zoom sessions from his Wisconsin studio. Uh, later on, they met at Chicago's Jam Deck Studios to record the understated, harmony-rich vocals in person of this new album, which I have not mentioned. It's called Tight Feathers. It's coming out in a month. It's very exciting. Um, they said that the sessions were perfect synergistic matches. They all danced, laughed, and ate a lot of tacos, uh, which mm, I can attest good. to the last part is always very enjoyable. Um, overall, this new album is about embracing the chaotic onslaught of life, savoring its complexities, while protecting your inner self. We'll be listening to a single from the album. Uh, it's very fun. It's got a cool music video, Luke, if you want to watch. It's based on the hit Apple TV show, Severance. Um, oh, I like that show. Which is a great show. So why don't we watch that? We'll let everybody else listen to Course with Too Busy for Feelings.
But I gotta give that a lordy lordy Barry Gordy. Yes. That was great. Yes. Big fan. Loved love that video too. Super uh fun. Uh, accurate to uh life working in an office. The part where she just like keeps coming in over and over again, mm-hmm. like into the doorway. I was like, oh the the uh, monotony. That's accurate. Um but yeah, it was super fun and I really like the uh the ideas being explored that too busy for feelings is a uh i feel like i've thought that and felt that sometimes and it's yep. ridiculous uh but that's our uh, overworked culture you know sometimes you uh you just get overwhelmed by it all and uh it consumes you and so this is like a fun take on that uh with a a powerful sentiment as well yeah I have a trio of thoughts on this that I want to get out before we wrap up. Uh, triple first dippers? All, a triple. I'm, we're both <laughs> triple, triple dipping in our own way. Uh, yes. I've always thought those staple remover things were far more threatening than they were. So glad to be vindicated in the video oh. because yeah, she that was scary. Picked it up, and I've always thought those looked dangerous. Um, they just look like a vampire mouth. Yes, just all fangs. Um, I love also, but also the paper cutter. Oh, which the, I was like worried that we were going to cut back to that and she was going to be cutting her thumb off or something. But that was Chekhov's paper cutter. Like I was ready yeah, for it they, to do something. They teased us. Just the implication was scary. Um, number two, I love in the music video how the um, the ball thing, you know, the, it's like five balls yeah, in a row. Yeah, the balance balls. And, and, you, and they go back and forth. And they Newton's start that. cradle. Newton's Cradle, thank you. They start that at the beginning, and you are just so convinced that that's the beat that the song is going to pick up. Mm-hmm. And she takes her headphones off, and it stops, and the song starts. And it's the same BPM, yeah. but like totally different sound. I like that a lot. It was a good misdirect. And then, and just, that guy, I recognized that actor from something. The guy yes. who had the Newton's Cradle on his desk. And just on a personal note, I've been in the office for five days this week. How did anyone oh. ever do this? It's I miserable. know, right? The house is in disarray. I've eaten like shit. I'm tired. I'm cranky. Um, awful. Awful. If you're in any position you need to, to be make changed? people um, go into an office, don't do it. Yeah, no. And uh, if anyone needs uh, more proof, just watch that video. It's very accurate. Um, and there you go. No one will yeah. ever go in again. Uh, an awesome track I'm really excited to bring today. That was Course with Too Busy for Feelings from Tight Feathers out October 20th. That's less than a month away. Course should do a collaboration with Ann Horse, and then it would be Ann Horse, of course. I said that to you off mic. I, I was going to say that, that I Luke said that to me off the air. And then set it on But it was air. less, but I refined it in the second time saying it. Also, uh, I see I your would... blood boiling at the mention of Anne Horse because it's not I, proper grammar. I, yeah, I didn't think that joke was, I thought the joke was good. The delivery is solid. I hate it. And I also don't like that Anne Horse is called Anne Horse. I think it's fucked up. Um, and I get that. It reminds the point. you of your friend, Anne Horse. <laughs> is that Annie's middle name? <laughs> Yeah. Yep. You got it. That's why you're so upset. And if it was A N N horse, I could see that it's a name, but it's an it's A N horse. I just it's um and 
But do you feel the same way about always? No, because oh, the Vava, the Vava thing is is consistent. <laughs> it's fun. The Vavitch. Sure. You're you're it's, telling me that I I'm a hypocrite for not loving saying the Vavitch. That's a precedent. fun word I'll to give say. You that. Everyone, <laughs> where you're at, listening, say just out loud the Vavitch. Wasn't that fun? Uh, do Do you want to say the Vavitch? You might come and steal don't, babies and don't say it. Possess goats. Uh, who did that mixtape of Black Phillip? That was a good one. Oh, I forget, but that was cool. Yes, that was a good if one. Google right. Black Phillip mixtape. It'll come up. We have <laughs> lost the thread, Luke. Take us to the next segment. All right, let's talk about the music we've been loving in Touts. Touts. I'm I'm gonna be quick. It's and it's it's really I'm touting myself. Um, I had people in the car this week. For quite a few hours over the course of the week. I needed some good music. Some just like steady. Didn't want to have to mess with the the six CD changer or anything. Um, <laughs> and you know what I used was the best song ever official playlist. Uh, that yeah, Luke baby. Has put together over the last six years. That Five has years, every yeah. song featured. And it's just, it's a really nice variety. It's a bunch of artists that you that a lot of people have not heard of. Uh, some yeah. old favorites like you put this playlist on you might you'll get a compliment or two hell yeah. yeah yeah you'll be complimented on your eclectic taste there's a bunch of good stuff i've even forgotten and i'm the one who played a lot of it but yeah i will say yeah every other song i liked more if i'm being honest but that's <laughs> all the ones you played all the ones i played <laughs> um, hey, also those are great too i i did find this last night i listened to it just a teeny little bit today um, the album True Pow Blue by Cortex. It's a jazz album from 1975. I believe it's oh. French. Uh, I found it because someone pointed out that MF Doom pulled a sample from it. Oh, uh, nice. So if you listen to that, like eventually your ears might perk up because you hear an MF Doom sample. But oh, it was also very little good. little sample sleuth. Yeah, of course. And uh, you know what? I don't know if you're going to tap this out, Luke, and we can transition if you are. Uh, Victor by Vic Mensa. Oh no, I didn't. Very good, great album from I'm, him. Okay, good. I need to um, listen. I have not. I think uh, he's a Victor because he put out a great album. Yeah, he had one like really long song back in the day that I loved. It was like one where you like told his whole life story, you know. Um, I got a few here. Mitski with "The Land Is Inhospitable" and "So Are We." Yes. Uh, very good. Uh, like, interesting new direction, Mitski's. I mean, it's kind of a direction she's been going. Mm-hmm. Almost like an old school crooner or something. Like, it's very, like, orchestral and ballady. But I was surprised it did not bore me. It was like, there's, like, still, no. like, interesting production going on. And it's it's good. I will tell you what. I need to return to this album because I turned it on Friday. I'm a huge Mitski fan. And I was working on something that just required my full attention and something yeah. was happening that was like totally dissonant. And just, I was like, I can't right now. And I turned it off and I have not returned back, but I enjoyed what I heard. It wasn't the right time for me. Yeah. Um, it, it probably changed shortly after that 30 seconds mm-hmm. later or something. They're yeah. not super long songs either. Um, and then the national surprise released laugh track. Uh, their second album of the year 
Uh, we've got a feature from Boney Vare, which is a song that they had released like a year ago. Uh, then we got a song with Phoebe Bridgers. And I will say, you know, The National is one of my favorite bands. And I was a little disappointed in the last album. There were still some good songs on it, but it just wasn't my favorite. The one with Taylor Swift was really good. But uh, this one's better. I like this one a lot. And uh, so I was like, you know, maybe this was the national album I was hoping for. And maybe now I'll appreciate the other one uh, a little more. Uh, nice. Hey, speaking of artists who put out an album earlier in the year and then just put out a second one, Warriors, with Trust Your Gut. Uh, I played a song from Warm Blanket. And uh, now this new one, I was really enjoying it. Very rocky. You know what you'd nice. expect from Warriors. But it was cool. And then Vagabond, sorry I haven't called. Uh, she's very cool. Like she played every instrument on her first one. It was very like indie rock. This one's a lot more like poppy production. I think you'll like it, Kev. Nice. I'm excited uh, to check it out. It's on. It's saved my library already. I just have not made it there. Yeah. I need to finish too. I only listened to the first half, but it was cool. So that's it for Touts. Why don't we get into the new Music Friday releases out today? that we're going to be listening to in shouts. All right. First up, we got Mike Wiki and the alchemist, two great rappers and amazing Ooh. producer. Yeah. With Faith is a rock. I heard Brian sent me a video and it was super good. Uh, the first song I've heard from it. And those two guys, Mike and Wiki like work together a lot and they're super good. So check that out. Uh, then Chai with their self-titled Chai. I didn't even know this was coming out. There's three singles released, but I'm gonna be honest, Luke. Excited. We didn't coordinate too closely on uh, shouts today because I had that one too. I'm very excited. Oh, for okay. It. Well, there we go. Mutual t- shouting. Then we got Earth Gang with R.I.P. Human Art. Uh, <laughs> that's sad. Um, oh yeah. But it's probably gonna be awesome. Their last album was really good. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't get to see Jeff Rosenstock this week, but a band that he mentions in a song, Slaughter Beach Dog, uh, has a new uh, album out. I think they're friends, but... Uh, Scam name. Nope, that's real. <laughs> ah, Slaughter Beach, comma, dog. What's the comma mean? Nobody knows. Um, Probably like a short pause. Yeah. But why it comes after beach and before dog? Wait, knows. you know who has short do- short pause? <laughs> <laughs> short dogs. Beach dogs no short dogs <laughs> true do they though i don't know that's good uh that album is crying laughing waving smiling uh all good things that you could do with your body um and then we got kylie minogue with tension dude she's legend she was in an episode of doctor who that's the main reason she's on this list She's in one of a, a good Christmas special. Solid. I think that's a travesty. You just said that Kylie Minogue is incredible and has put out good music for like yeah. two decades. And the come into my world music video is one of the best ones ever made saying it now. No, That's cool too. I just mean, I just wanted to mention she was in Dr. Who. <laughs> All right. Just making sure that wasn't the only reason. Cause you said the only reason I'm doing this <laughs> It was the main reason going to lose our, our accreditation. From Big Music Podcast. <laughs> no. Uh, we're losing it. Let's get through the last of these shouts. Uh, Doja Cat with Scarlet. Um, she's New album cover. 
Yeah, she's uh, she's had a year for sure. Um, but I <laughs> she do... doesn't give a shit if you like this album, guys. She hates no. her fans, too, um, you know. <laughs> but listen, I I'm Doja Cat may hate me. I loved Planet Her. It was my number one album the year it came out. Um, just truly incredible pop production and song craftsmanship. Um, so I'm excited for this. Uh, also, friend of the pod with Roosevelt. With Embrace. Uh, yes. I've loved his last albums he's put out, so I'm really excited about this one. Luke, something we're both excited about. Soccer Mommy with Karaoke Night. Love all of her albums. And then uh, Slater with Three Wise with Starfucker. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Hyperpop, her last album I, uh, I really enjoyed. So check that out. Slater and Starfucker should do a collaboration. Starfucker does have an album called Slater coming out in two weeks. Oh, nice. That's 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 an untruth, a bold-faced <laughs> yes. lie. You, you said it like it was real, though. I like to gaslight. No, I don't. <laughs> get out. Let's get out of here, Luke. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to talk about our three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Check out all the great stuff going on over there. And then head over to offshelf.net. Check it out. Music, board games, columns, and interviews with artists. Everything you could ever want over there. And then you can follow us at Best Song Ever Pod. You can follow me at Indie Darling Music. Kevin at Minty Fresh Kevin. Yes. And that's going to do it for us this week. I'm Luke Lemon saying you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying go ahead, chase those waterfalls. Well, this is the best song ever. Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Jokes are clever and the tunes are cool. It's worth whatever. It's best song ever. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.